to buy or sell, call Nadine. Nadine Blakely, realtor with REMAX, was the top 100 producer in the USA among all REMAX agents, coming in at number 87. And Nadine was the top residential producer in the entire Lynchburg area. Nadine also has a proven track record of serving our community, giving back to our schools and charities. Whether you're buying or selling, call Nadine Blakely at 434-444-2226 and visit NadineBlakelyHomes.com. East Coast Wings and Grill is more than just wings. Have you tried their Angus beef mouth-watering burgers? A fan favorite is the mac and cheese burger stacked with crispy onion rings, garlic aioli, crisp lettuce, tomato, American cheese, and mac and cheese. It's so delicious. Stop in and check it out along with many other burger options. Browse the full menu, then place your takeout order on the easy-to-navigate East Coast Wings and Grill app. East Coast Wings and Grill, 19399 Forest Road in Lynchburg. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Is JF going to go for it or not? Ball is spotted at the 25. They need the 26, and it looks like they're going to try it. Josiah Bell, actually, no, they'll back up. Marsteller is the regular punter, so Bell is the up back in position, and it looks like Marsteller is going to try to punt this ball away back deep to Jeb Moon. Marsteller takes it. It's not a fake. It's a rugby-style kick. Bounces at the 45 of JF inside LCA territory. And it comes to a stop at the 47-yard line. And, you know, that's one of those, it's probably the right call by the book to not go for it that deep in your territory. And you think just hand LCA points. You know their offense is explosive. They have two scores on their three drives tonight, so they're 66%. But if nothing else, theoretically, you're trying to make them earn everything they get. Well, the thing about going for it right there and not getting it for a second time uh, that deep in your own territory, I mean, just morality of your team is almost like, oh, we might as well just give up. I mean, you, you really had to punt it there and, and try to give yourself some type of help right here, hoping that LCA somehow makes starts making some mistakes, penalties, turnovers, any of those things that can help you. People start – or LCA starts, excuse me, and to give to Gideon Davidson – He's hit at the 47 and a good job by JF to finish with a nice form tackle in the open field. Ben Calkins once again coming up and holding strong against the six foot 180 pound sophomore Gideon Davidson for a gain of about a yard. Second and nine coming up. Yeah, great job defensively right there. Ben Calkins. He's you know, he's been the heart and soul of this defense playing inside middle linebacker right there. He's the one who's always around the football, always trying to penetrate, taking on a lot bigger linemen than him, and he's doing a good job. This time, Fortress takes the snap, drops back, has the nice clean pocket, floats it down the field, caught at the 21, and sprinting easily into the end zone from there, Jaden Skates. 52-yard touchdown reception from Jaden Skates, and he helps LCA extend their advantage now to 20 to nothing just 55 seconds into this second quarter. And just like that, LCA strikes and pads the lead. Yeah, that was uh, some breakdown defensively right there. Again, they had a, uh, two or three receiver routes going right there, and the, and the safeties stayed up on the underneath route, and the backside corner route or uh, post route just went behind everybody. There was nobody within 10 yards of him being uh, number six. Right there, Caden Skates being able to catch that football for the touchdown. We wait the extra point. Snap, hold, and kick are all up and good. 21-0, LCA on top of Jefferson Forest as they found the impact church end zone once again. 
How did the Cavaliers respond? We'll find out after this on the Virginia's Talk Station app. Are you new to shooting or a seasoned pro? Big Boys Guns takes the time to give you a personalized experience. The staff at Big Boys Guns on Route 460, just east of Roanoke, are passionate about hunting, shooting, and reloading. Most importantly, they're passionate about responsible gun ownership. That's why they offer concealed to carry classes, and the kind, experienced staff at Big Boys Guns will fit you with what you need from Southwest Virginia's largest inventory of firearms, ammunition, and parts. Visit Big Boys Guns on Route 460, east of Roanoke, for the best service, selection, and price. Leaks on the offensive line in the defensive secondary or with special teams coverage create problems in football. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating knows leaks at your home or business create problems too, like building and belonging damage and lost productivity. That's why you should call Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313 when a leak is threatening your home or business. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313, proudly supporting JF athletes, coaches, and all activity participants. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. This time it's a touchback on John, on Ryan Pettit's kick as he sends it sailing over the heads of Marsteller and Childers at the E and R of Liberty in the end zone. And LCA forces JF to a touchback. Cavaliers will start at their own 20-yard line. They need... First downs presented by Nadine Blakely, Realtor with Remax, and eventually they need that to culminate in a trip to the Impact Church end zone because JF trails LCA 21 nothing, just 55 seconds into this second quarter. I tell you, this is a, this offensive uh, series right here has to have something happen right now. JF has to establish something offensively, get some first downs, do something to try to get the clock. Uh, you know, slowed down a little bit and control the football. They cannot go three and out and give the ball back to LCA. Josiah Bell shotgun snap and a delayed handoff to Marsteller. And we've seen LCA really assert themselves at the point of attack as Marsteller followed the left side of the line. And that line's been very good. It's much improved for JF, but they're rolling up against the mammoth front of LCA. Defensive lineman of 250, 265, 280. And 290 on that front, and even the other rotational piece is 6'5", 280-pound Weston Woodard. I mean, just that volume of size has been a real challenge for LCA to move up front. And some of those guys play on the offensive line, and they've asserted their strength on that side as well. Well, and the other thing they're doing is they're playing a lot of man coverage on all the split outs, letting everybody else stay up in the box and stop the run. Now the snap this time. Bell slips out of one defender, floats it toward the left side. Way overthrown. He wanted Brody Jackson, but it looked like Jackson thought it was going to be about a 15 to 20 yard in route. So he stopped at the 40 to cut in. The pass sails over his head toward the JF sideline. And it's these little things that compound against a team where you can't afford to have that happen. It brings up third and 10 with 10 14 to go in the second quarter. Well, again, for Brody Jackson, this is really his second game. I mean, he played a little bit in the Amherst game and then he got hurt. He'd been hurt the first couple games of the season. And uh, Brody Jackson and Josiah Bell still are having some connection issues. Uh, you know, even now mid season, that's due to Brody not being able to play quite a bit so far this season. And now a timeout is called. Is it JF? It is. They spend their first time out of the half. Each team will have two remaining for the final 10-14 to go before intermission. LCA leads 21-0. We're back 
after this. At our house, fall is a busy time. School's back, running kids to practice. It's a lot to keep up with. That's why we love Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry. They're family-owned and family-focused, specializing in general and family dentistry with unique skills for restorative dentistry when, well, the unexpected happens. They took care of me as a kid. Now they're taking care of me and my kids. Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry, 2229 Mural Road, Lynchburg. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Coming up for Jefferson Forest. They trail in LCA 21-zip, 10-14 to go, second quarter. Ball at their own 20-yard line for the Cavaliers. A snap and a screen pass across the middle. Jackson's got it. 20 cuts out to the far side, 25. Turns the corner and he steps out of bounds, but it's about two yards shy of a first down. And that means no first down presented by Nadine Blakely, Realtor with Remax. And now after JF, you're doing what the book says you have to do. You're probably doing the wise thing. But once again, you're sending your defense back onto the field where this LCA offense has a plethora of plays at their disposal because they've got a 21-0 advantage with which to work. Yeah, and that's, uh, you know, decent little play call right there. It was a, basically called a middle screen, a slot receiver. Just comes back across the line of scrimmage. The offense releases down, and it was not enough room there for him to continue his upfield run for the first down. He came up short. Marceller on to punt this ball away, 951 and counting down in the first quarter. He does get it away. It bounces at midfield, and it rolls into the sideline, and it went out of bounds basically right around there. Referees will say at the 47 of LCA, so they're 53 yards away from the end zone. Last time they got there in two plays, including a 52-yard touchdown pass to Jaden Skates. That's how LCA extended that lead to 21-0. And they picked up a number of first downs presented by Nadine Blakely, Realtor, three max, whereas Jefferson Forrest had a couple early, but that has dried up since then. Yeah, Coach Rocco right now, his team is just really uh, playing at a high level right here offensively. They are basically running a pro-style offense. Quarterback's been able to read, make good plays, give good athletes. This time a shotgun snap, and Borcher's going to take it. No, it's Moon over on the left side. They bring him in for specific running plays like that, and he does a solid job picking up 12. It's another LCA first down, this time down to about the 41. They'll say the 40, so it's a gain of 13 for LCA. They move the chains, and they're getting closer to building on this 21-0 advantage. Well, that's an advantage that Coach Rocco has right now. When he brings in number nine, Jeb Moon, you know, he is a, definitely a speed guy, almost like another running back. And then with um, when they have number seven, Borsher's in there, he's more just of a drop-back type uh, quarterback thrower. So it's really two different types of quarterbacks you got to be ready for. Two receivers wide left. Davidson is the back, but it's Borchers dropping back, a three-step drop to throw, catching it. At about the 33, slipping by one man and then lunging to the 32 is Skates. The aforementioned receiver from that last drive who has a touchdown catch. Adds a few yards to that tally, seven to be specific, and sets up second and three. We'll call yeah. it second and two from the 32. That was, uh, that was a slot receiver just doing probably about a five-yard out right there, and he was able to get open. It was a great throw. Out there, good throw and catch for the good positive eight-yard gain on first down. Four-man front for JF this time. Give, no, it's a fake. Keeping it 25 inside the 20, 
and cutting back from the middle of the field toward the left side hash marks. That time it's Borchers, and Borchers does a nice job selling the fake to Gideon Davidson. You almost have to honor that given his prowess. JF did, but it created a wide open lane for Borchers to sprint through, and he gets another first down for LCA, this time into the shallow red zone at the JF 18. Yeah, that would look like it was a it was a read play right there. You know, uh, whether Coach Rocco had that set up for the quarterback to pull it himself, uh, but it was a good read. This time, another play fake to Davidson. Borcher steps back, tries to turn the corner. This time, he's not going to do it. Brought down back at the 24, and a great job reading that as Jeb Moon on that run there, and he was brought down into the open field. Sam Hammersmith was there to help make the stop along with Ben Calkins, whose name we've called quite a bit. Well, they needed that. They needed a positive play defensively, and they were able to do that. It was basically a, a bootleg away, play action bootleg, and the defense did a great job penetrating on the backside over here, and the, the receiver tight end was trying to run a, a corner route, but he was covered by the safety, so that's what helped. A shotgun snap coming up this time. And it's Moon, quick throw to the far side. Davidson, 25, slips a man at the 20, stays on his feet inside the 15. He's pushed out at the 13, needs to get to the 8 for a first down. But that play is unlikely to stand. It looks like they're going to get a hold on LCA down the field, so it'll likely back them up about two yards in the end. The flag is thrown at the 16, close to the LCA bench on the numbers. And that line of scrimmage was a 24. So if you go 10 from the 16, you're back to the 26. And that's what the referees indicate will happen. Yeah, so that negates that play altogether right there. It's basically going to be a redo um, after that. But, again, just a just a quick little flare route out there, almost like a like a bubbles-type screen. You had three receivers, throw it to the slot inside uh, receiver and let the others block for him. Line of scrimmage now is going to be the 27. That's what the referees say officially. So it'll be second and 16 coming up. For LCA. They get ready to break the huddle and they send a couple of fresh faces into that huddle. They've got time, 31 seconds on the play clock and counting down. And LCA now will break it, approach the line of scrimmage, and the clock will approach the seven minute mark of the second quarter. LCA trying to grow their three touchdown advantage against JF and stay perfect on the year. Give Davidson, he slips through a wide open hole at about the 25 inside the 20. And down to the 19 where he's tripped up in the open field by Jefferson Forrest. He's still got about 11 yards to go for a first down, and that's kind of the prevent defense against an electric running back. Well, I tell you what, that little delay right there reminds me a little bit of what you were talking about with uh, Wake Forrest right there. The quarterback takes that snap, and he almost delays uh, for a good second, almost reading the defense, whether to hand off or throw it. But uh, that's almost what it looks like, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, Liberty fans will remember that from – a couple of weeks ago, painful as that might have been, and plenty of other college football fans have noted the notoriety that offense has gained. This time, Moon drops back, looks for a man open toward the middle of the field, and is deflected and incomplete. Knocked away. Brody Jackson was there, got a couple of hands on it. And if you're a casual fan thinking, oh, he should have intercepted that ball instead of knocking it down to bring up fourth and 11, uh, Jackson's played with a hand injury, and he's had that bandaged up. And they've, if you notice how JF has used him tonight, it's been a lot of pitches and end rounds as opposed to quick throws or even deeper throws outside, which test that hand. And that's why Jackson perhaps could not have pulled that in and why we have fourth and 11 
with the LCA offense staying on the field at the JF-19. Well, this series with Jeb Moon, basically the second quarterback in, you know, he that was a pick right there for JF. They had an opportunity for that. Moon, the shotgun snap, this time rolls to his right, catches the ball, and it looks like he pulls it in close to the nine and a half, but he needed the eight, and it looks like JF's defense has come up with a hole, but it looks like they may get a flag for roughing the passer, and that is absolutely critical because it did not impact the outcome of that play in terms of whether it was a completion or a first down, but it really is a free first down for LCA, and you just can't afford to be doing that, especially when you're down 21-0. Yeah, what a, that's the worst time for a mistake. I mean, your defense made a play and kept the receiver from that first down. It would have been your ball, and they went ahead and had a roughing the passer. One of the defenders came in and made a collision on the quarterback after he had thrown the football. And, again, they made a big mistake on that one, giving, JF, uh, uh, giving LCA the football now on first down at the five-yard line. If you're talking about plays that really, I mean, it may not make the difference between winning and losing the game, but staying in it and keeping that energy level higher, that's the type that really extinguishes some of that here at the home of the Flames. Yes, we use that pun. First down and goal now from the five for LCA and a handoff to Davidson, and he picks his way back to the line of scrimmage, maybe a half-yard gain there. And there wasn't much there. The patience often is very much rewarded for Gideon Davidson. It's one of the attributes that, at least from watching him tonight, has stood out. He's not always quick to hit the hole. He'll let things open up. But right there, nothing did open up, so it sets up second and goal. Yeah, that was a great job defensively in that front four right there, really holding the line of scrimmage and not giving into the offensive line of the, of the LCA Bulldogs right there, and they did a great job. Now it's second and goal on the pitch to Davidson, far side. Slips out of a tackle, backfield at the 10. Good pursuit defense by JF. They knock Davidson down again. Original line of scrimmage, no gain. Third and goal coming up for LCA. Well, LCA did a quick break out of the huddle and sprinted to the line and tried to get a quick snap and get a, a toss sweep uh, to they're running back Davidson right there, but uh, the defense was able to get over there and shut that down and make him cut back to the inside, which he did not have a hole at that point, and they went ahead and got that for a tackle of no gain. So now it's going to be third down and goal for LCA at about the four is what it says. It's really closer to the five. How much of a difference that makes, we'll find out. LCA with two H-backs off to the right side. It's a snap give to Davidson. And he waited for that hole to open up. This time, patience rewarded. He finds the B in Liberty at the Impact Church end zone for the LCA touchdown. Well, they took him. They took him three plays, but they were able to get the ball into Gideon Davidson's hands. He basically went off tackle, made one slight cut back into the lane, and that lane took him all the way into the end zone as he dives across the goal line for the fourth touchdown of the night for the LCA Bulldogs. Extra point coming up to try to make it 28-0 LCA. They found the Impact Church end zone once again. Snap comes. Hold is good as well. Kick is on the way, and it is once again through the uprights. 28-zip LCA leads Jefferson Forest. 4.08 to go before halftime when we come back after this. 
When looking around the neighborhoods at Homes for Sale, one name always pops up, Nadine Blakely. Looking to buy or sell? Call Nadine. Nadine Blakely, realtor with Remax, was the top 100 producer in the USA among all Remax agents, coming in at number 87. And Nadine was the top residential producer in the entire Lynchburg area. Nadine also has a proven track record of serving our community, giving back to our schools and charities. Whether you're buying or selling, call Nadine Blakely at 434-444-2226 and visit NadineBlakelyHomes.com. You might know that State Farm agent Paul Minchner has great service. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Paul Minchner has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Bedford. So call State Farm agent Paul Minchner at 540-707-4800 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Not much of a return for Jefferson Forest as it's an angled kick to the 32 of JF where they fall on it there, and that's where their offense takes over. They're in a pretty big hole, 28-0 against LCA, and they actually could have kept it at 21-0, but a personal foul roughing the passer penalty after a fourth down stop, no less, extended that drive and allowed LCA to cap it off with a three, third down and goal touchdown run from five yards out as Gideon Davidson finds the impact church end zone. Third time for him tonight, fourth time for LCA. 28-zip Bulldogs lead JF, 4-7 to go before intermission. Two receivers to the left side, one to the right. A swing pass, Marsteller grabs it, and then he drops it, and probably for the better because the Bulldogs had converged on him back at the 26, and after converging on him and causing the disruption, two LCA Bulldogs, notably Preston Woodard, helps him up, and size differential is pretty big. Woodard, 6'5", 280, Marsteller, 5'7", 175. Well, you can see right now what Coach Cruz is trying to do, and he's really trying to to, uh, to attack the outside. Uh, you really haven't seen much at all between the tackles, I guess, uh, ability-wise, though. The 3-4 defense right now of LCA inside the tackles is pretty solid. He's trying to get more to the outside and get some space. This time it's a pitch to Marsteller, has it, loses it, fumbles it forward, and they're actually going to say it was a forward pass and incomplete. So the clock will stop at 3.55 to go before halftime. But works for Jefferson Forest. It's third down and 10. And they found some rhythm early offensively. And at times they found some plays that work here or there. The problem for them is it's not nearly enough consistency to compete with the team that executes at such a precise level the way LCA does and has this evening. Yeah, no, it's definitely a different level of play going on right now between these two teams. And, you know, LCA is well coached. They got – they got the right people in the right positions right now. They're well coached. You know, LCA is still trying to get their feet under them, try to get some things established. Offensively, they are out of rhythm altogether. And that has to do with a good defense. It has. They've won the battle of the line of scrimmage. LCA has this time a snap. Ball is deflected, knocked up into the air on a third down pass. And it falls harmlessly to the turf, incomplete in part because the aforementioned Weston Woodard could not find the ball as it was deflected into the air and the defensive end was right there to try to converge on it, but he couldn't quite see it. And by the time he located it, it was because it had bounced up off the middle of the field turf at the 25 yard line of an incomplete pass. So JF once again has to punt the ball away 
And they're now in this tricky spot where not a lot of time has been melting off the clock. So LCA is able to get the ball back and have plenty of time with which to work in two timeouts before halftime. Yeah, again, another three and out right there. A lot of missed opportunities, just not executing. Uh, not in rhythm right now against this solid, good LCA defense. Marsteller's rugby kick. It's a wobbling sideways kick and just a fair catch called for back at the 35 by Jeb Moon. Really all he could do with that. That had a quirky kind of helicopter-style spiral to it, and Moon does a good job just seeing it into his arms. And It's easier when you call for the fair catch. You know you've got that radius, which he did, and it gives LCA offense not the best field position they've had tonight, but it's serviceable enough 65 yards away from the impact church end zone. Well, you wonder what Coach Rocco's going to do with his quarterback situation. He had Jeb Mood in there the last series, played uh, the whole first quarter and, and part of the beginning of the second quarter with his senior quarterback, number seven, Borshers. So we'll see which one they send out now. And it looks like it's Borchers, the taller of the two signal callers, with Davidson to his left, and Davidson does get it, slips the tackle 35, and he has a nice cutback move up to the 40-yard line. And it, you can see where the explosiveness is with Gideon Davidson, that if he wants to try to just go for broke and bounce it outside, he's got the instincts to do it. But if anything, it's probably a testament to his coaching that sometimes he misses that opportunity because he's always so patient trusting blocks to open up for him. Yeah, no, again, he's just, he's just a step away, like one one defender away from breaking a big, big play. Now, this time it's a fake handoff. Borchers keeps it himself, goes off the left side in JF's defense, especially the outside linebackers, were not fooled at all by that one. And give Ethan Boone credit, he swooped in to make the tackle, and it brings us to third down and about four from the LCA 41. Yeah, great job of discipline right there. Outside linebacker, number 20 right there, Ethan Boone. He stayed at home. He didn't bite on the play-action handoff, stayed at home, and when the quarterback pulled it, he was right there for the tackle. So a third down and four play coming up, and it's a man in motion, and it's a give on the end around. Skates looks like he's got it, does turn the corner far side, gets out to midfield. It's more than enough for another first down for LCA. They have been moving very effectively this evening. If you're looking for the effective move into the house that fits you and your family, you know who to contact. Nadine Blakely, realtor with REMAX First Olympic. Once again, the Commonwealth of Virginia. She is one of the top producers, and she's in the top 100 once again for REMAX agents here in 2022. Regularly leading the nation and leading your charge to not only move from one yard to the next, but at the best value as well. Nadine Blakely Realtor with Remax. First down and 10, shotgun snap from their own 46. Roll out from Borchers and a throw, and it's dropped. In and out of Gideon Davidson's hands. That's one of those where it's a hard catch. He might be able to make it. And it's one of those where you naturally aren't going to fault him if he does it. But if you're the LCA coaching staff, you can probably challenge him to do it, just knowing there's that extra athleticism there to try to pull that type of ball in. Yeah, well, I mean, he was in the slot position. He was running a, a quick out route, and the, the throw was out in front of him. He really had to stretch out to get that, and, and that's a little bit of a tough throw, uh, a tough catch right there and a throw position. Now this time it's a handoff. Waiting, Davidson waits for the old to open up. It does eventually inside JF territory to about the 41, and that was another one of those patient runs 
where he used burst when the hole opened and just took what was given to him. And when he's done that, oftentimes he's consistently ripped off seven yards here, one. 10 yards there, that type of thing. And it's been very effective for him. Yeah, again, it's just it's just weird how you watch that delayed handoff. It's almost like the quarterback's holding it and, and waiting for the hole to open up before he hands it off. But once Gideon Davison gets it, he knows where he's going almost immediately. So a third down and one, and this time a snap, and Borchers waits for a throw down the right sideline. Looks to have a man open. It's deflected and knocked away. Colton Childers did a great job getting his hands on the ball and knocking it down incomplete. And that type of shot downfield, Coach, on third down and one from right around the JF 41 really is indicative of a team that feels like they could just run it here and try to pick up the first down. Well, again, you know, coach Rocco, I mean, that, that that's a, a good coaching call right there because you haven't really been able to be stopped other than the first series uh, when you were stopped that you haven't been stopped and, you know, you have third and one, you know, Hey, take a shot. You could uh, make the completion. You could have pass interference. I, and you're gonna even if it's incomplete, you're gonna come back here with fourth and one. He already knew what this fourth down play was probably gonna be. And you mentioned that just to be sure this team is on the same page. Coach Rocco of LCA spending one of their two remaining timeouts, so they're down to one. They've got a buck thirty-one to go before halftime, and they've got the cushion of a twenty-eight zip advantage over visiting Jefferson Forest. Cavaliers, they clearly are not where LCA is in terms of just the precision and the execution. They're not totally in a different stratosphere from LCA in terms of being run out. And we've seen other teams fall prey to that. But it's been obvious that LCA has been in control. And since they've established control somewhat early, they've been able to be very methodical and deliberate. And we'll see if that carries over to a play call here on fourth and one. From up under center, this time it's a pitch over to the left side. Davidson wants to turn the corner. He's hit, knocked out of bounds, and does not get the first down. Wow, what an open field tackle for Jefferson Forrest on the far sideline as knocking Gideon Davidson out of bounds and a wonderful open field tackle by the Cavaliers. Ben Calkins, we've called his name quite a bit this evening, and he leads the charge there for JF. Wow, that, that right there was really, really needed defensively by JF. What a phenomenal play by Ben Calkins being able to not lose his feet, not lose his position, and basically be able to pin Gideon Davidson into the sideline to where he had nowhere else to go, and he was able to pin him and push him out of bounds before he was able to get that one yard. What an amazing play. So now JF's got the ball back. Best field position for them this evening, their own 43. Shotgun snap, pocket collapses, but a quick throw, and it's caught far side 50. And a first down presented by Nadine Blakely, a realtor with Remax for Jefferson Forest. Colton Childers grabbed it on the far side, and he helps move the sticks for an LCA or for a JF defense and into LCA territory. Well, that was that was a play that happened because uh, Josiah Bell had time in the pocket to be clean and to find his receiver and make the good solid throw. That's why that play happened because of the blocking of the offense. Jackson and Childers are the receivers are looking Jackson's way. Pass is thrown out of Jackson's reach, incomplete on the far sideline. That was not the most catchable ball and a good job really by Bell to prevent that from being picked off as he threw it right toward the sideline. When Jackson could make a play, nobody could. Second and 10 coming up, a buck 11 to go before halftime. Well, Josiah Bell was definitely rushed on that throw because LCA did bring some heat right there. They were blitzing, and that timing was just way off on that. 
Shotgun snap from Bell this time. Stops, now rolls to the left. Ball is knocked down and incomplete. Jaden Skates did a really good job converging on the intended receiver of that pass, Sam Hammersmith, and give a lot of credit there because Skates read it perfectly and met the receiver and got a right hand on the ball to knock it away just at the perfect time. Yeah, that was, uh, again, the throw. If they would have gotten there just a little bit sooner, there may have been an opportunity right there uh, to haul that in and make a catch, but uh, good job by the uh, safety being able to come up and knock that ball away right at the last minute. One receiver to the right, two split to the wider left side. Second and third down and 10 coming up for JF. Shotgun snap, Bell wants a screen pass, grabbed, and Boone has it from the 45 down to about the 41. Still needs to get to the 36, and JF gets some of that yardage, and now they can let this clock go as deep as they want. There's about a 17-second differential between the game clock and the play clock, and we'll see what JF decides to do trying to snap it here. They go for a hard count. Now they wait it out. And you can see JT Cruz employing his team to have a little urgency, but they don't want to snap it too soon. And now you get movement, and it looks like a false start coming up. It looked like the left guard Tyrese Callaway was the first to move, and that's what the initial indication is at least, and the referees confer. Well, at this point now, I, I would say with 30 seconds right now, you you want to definitely send your punt team on and go ahead and try to pin LCA deep and and hope they don't have enough time to score a big one. Yeah, and you're in that spot again where if you're JF, you might have gone for it on fourth down at about six, but now fourth and 11 at the 46, there's just not a lot you can do with this, and you almost have to kick it back to LCA. You will have to snap at 25 on the game, 20 on the play clock as Marsteller's on to boot this ball away. Moon's standing back at his 10 to field this punt and this may be the final play of the first half. And they're looking right at the scoreboard clock which has got the game in the snap count clock and Marsteller takes the snap with one second, puts his right foot in. It's a rugby style kick, bounces at the 21, rolls inside the 10. It will head over toward the end zone and JF does a great job downing it right there, and it also ends the first half. 28 to nothing. LCA methodically in control against visiting Jefferson Forest as both teams head to the locker room here in this high school football game. When we return, Trey and Ty back in the studio. We'll have a first half recap. We'll have a look at scores. We'll have a look at what to expect in the second half. And of course, the coach Rick Kennedy and I will do that as well. All of that's still to come. This is Jefferson Forest Cavaliers football on WIQORadio.com, the Virginia's talk station app. Tell that smart speaker of yours, stream WIQO Radio, and of course, the old school way, 100.9 Lynchburg and 106.3 Danville Southside. LCA leads Jefferson Forest 28-0 here from Liberty University. When looking around the neighborhoods at Homes for Sale, one name always pops up, Nadine Blakely. Looking to buy or sell? Call Nadine. Nadine Blakely, realtor with REMAX, was the top 100 producer in the USA among all REMAX agents, coming in at number 87. And Nadine was the top resident.